morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Living Waters Flowing. I am Nina Minnis. It is a pleasure and an honor to come before you today. It is Sunday, Pentecost Sunday, June 5th, 2022. And I'm telling you, it's been a wonderful day in the Lord. It really has. Um, today, um, I attended church online Um because today I felt the need to spend a lot of time with the Lord. He's been pulling on me for a lot of things, and he's been dealing with me about some things. But he gave me a topic today to discuss, because right now it is imperative uh, that we talk about prayer and the power of our prayers. So I want to say, of course, thank you for all of my faithful listeners. It looks like we have picked up some additional listeners. So um, all of those who are new to listening or just recently started listening, welcome, welcome. And I pray that all of the podcasts have been a blessing to you and your family. Um, Be sure to like and share um, across the platforms that we are on. Um, Also, shout out to um, our Women of God, Queens of God Facebook group. God bless each and every one of you. And um, also, I want to to say thank you to each and every one of you that have been sending in your prayer requests. Um, I have been seeing them and I have been lifting you up before the Lord, you and your families. And just know that I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. Just keep in touch. Let me know via email or message how you're doing. Uh, That means a lot to me to know how you're doing. If I need to continue to pray, I'll continue to do so for you and your family. So today, of course, it's a powerful word of God, and I'm so honored to bring it to you today. So let's go ahead and start with prayer. Father, Father God, we love you. We love you. We cherish every moment we have with you in your presence Lord, it is so awesome and it's such an honor to come before you, God, to be in your presence, to to be before you, to hear your voice, to hear what you have to say to me and to your people. Lord, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your faithfulness, your kindness, and your tender mercy towards us. Lord, God, I thank you that you have brought these people before me to hear from you. So Lord God, I take the time right now to decrease, completely decrease. And I ask God that you use me to the fullest. Increase, take complete control of this podcast. Lord God, I ask that you touch, heal and deliver every soul that is listening right now. Lord, speak to their hearts, minister to your people. Speak what it is that you would have for them to to hear in this day and time. In the name of Jesus, God, have your way. Amen. So today's topic, everybody, is your prayers are powerful. Don't give up. Your prayers are powerful. Don't give up. And so let me first give our key verse, which is just going to be 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. And I'm reading from the King James Version. 
And it's just three words, y'all. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. See, when we look around and we look at what's going on in the in the last few years, less known the last few weeks, but what's been going on the last few years in our nation, also in surrounding nations, the war that has broke out in Ukraine, um, all the different things that are going on, the many who have lost their lives prematurely to COVID, gun violence, those driven by evil and, and hatred, taking innocent lives. Also, um, and we know just from listening to the last podcast that that's more of a spiritual battle than a mental battle. It is mental, but there are uh, there's a spiritual aspect, but you know I ain't going to go down that road because I did a whole podcast on it. <laughs> so um, also suicide rates have quadrupled and many have died of physical effects that all came from the result of what has been happening in our nation. Some people are so overcome by the stress and the strain of it all. Some people have just given up hope on humanity, on hope on themselves because they feel helpless or overcome with so much grief from losing loved ones and their bodies. Their bodies went the opposite direction, gave up. They gave up and their bodies gave up. And so we've lost so many people in this time. And basically, God is wanting us to shift. He wants us to shift our mindset back to prayer. And he wants us to pray even the more. He wants us to be fervent in our prayer. He wants us to be be so in tune with what he's trying to do in the spirit that he would be able to wake us up in the middle of the night with with a need to pray with the prayer agenda amen how many have been waking up in the middle of the night by god and he's placed a person on your heart to pray for or a nation or a church or even just people, people in general, maybe people that fall under the same class of a certain struggle. Um, like I know it, there was a time that the Lord woke me up and had me pray for women who were being um, abused physically, emotionally, um, just women who were trapped in relationships that that they felt trapped in because they were under the guise of abuse and so God will, when, when you are willing and you're, you're ready to do the will of God, he will, he will put on your heart who and what to pray for. So all of these things, all of these things, um, has many of us praying on our knees, asking God for help. We, we are sensing and we're picking up through our, through our empathy through what's been going on the past few weeks, even with the gun violence that's taken place in Uvalde, that's taken place in Buffalo, New York, in California, in my home state, and one of the cities I used to live in, Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, the shooting that happened there at the hospital. There has been so much that has just been weighing on our country. And we have been constantly, those who have been praying, it seems like every night we have a weighty, uh, a weighty 
um, responsibility on us, um, a weight of, of compassion to pray for these families that have been left behind, for these co-workers, for the people who were, you know, were friends or just close to them or inspired by them. We are lifting up so many people on such a consistent basis. And that's what God wants us to do. Um, so basically, we, we reach out to God and we ask him to intervene. We ask him to hear our cry and to heal our land because we need to see things getting better. There's times that we, we pray and we pray and we feel like things are just getting worse in some areas and better in others. Like COVID, COVID seems to have gotten better since um, two years ago. Two years ago, we were in the thick of everything and there were people dying so quickly from COVID because everything was so new. Now, even though COVID is still out there, there's not as many deaths um, occurring because of it. But there's an increase in gun violence and people are dying at the hands of, of, of another person who is who's using a gun to take innocent lives and is driven by evil. So it's like in one way we're getting better and other ways we're not. Then we still have the war that's raging in, um, in Ukraine. And there is no, no sight of any kind of compromise or anything from Vladimir Putin or anything. So it's like, okay, God, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm trying to stay on my knees. I'm trying to reach out to you. I'm trying to lift up these people before you because you said my prayers are effective. And basically, we're coming before God with our prayers. And after so long, we start to believe that our prayers are not effective anymore because we're not seeing any change. And really, it shows that that the cares of this world are having an effect on our faith. And sometimes we can. We can get fatigued. I mean, we are human, though we are we are spiritual. Number one, we have a soul and we live in a body. I've said that before. So primarily what we are in spirit, sometimes even our our spirit, our soul gets weary. And in well doing, we we we're praying and we're we seem to be adding more things to our prayer list and things just seem to be getting worse. But what is God saying to us right now? He's saying, keep on praying. Keep on praying because he wants us to realize and know through his word that our prayers are powerful. We're not just praying and speaking words into the wind. We're not just lifting up words that that don't have any kind of effect on anything. These prayers matter. Okay, so let's go to James 5 and 16. James 5 and 16. And I'm reading from King James Version. It says, Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. What does fervent mean? Fervent means having or displaying a passionate intensity. It's a burning tenacity in prayer. Amen. You know how some people, they they pray and I mean, they are coming from the depth of their soul. Um, Sometimes you can get to that place in prayer. I know I do on a regular basis 
where I get into a regular flow of prayer. And because of the compassion, because of the heart that I have for what I am saying to God, what I'm needing to see happen and what I want God to move, there is a tenacity that comes behind the words that I'm speaking. That's the kind of prayer that God wants from us. In the New Living Translation, the second part of that scripture says the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. See, God wants us to be convinced of that. We have to believe that, y'all. We have to believe that our words have power and our words are fueled when we're praying by our faith in God and in his word. Amen. So let's go to a few scriptures. We're going to go just, um, we're going to go to three different scriptures. The first one is going to be Ephesians 3.20 out of the King James Version. Again, Ephesians 3 and 20. It reads, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we may ask or think, according to the power, there goes that word again, that worketh in us. See, God is wanting us to know that we have power. Now, the enemy wants us to believe that we're powerless. The enemy wants us to believe that we are just wasting our time in prayer. The enemy wants us to believe that when we're asking God to to heal our land, when we're asking God to lift up the family and comfort the family and send his spirit to cover them and keep them, to keep their minds and hearts and to, to heal their hearts from the hurt and pain, when we're asking for peace in the land, he's, he wants us to believe that these things are just a waste of time, but he's a liar. Because when we step out in our prayer, we step out by faith and pray, that in itself is power because we are believing that the God within us is going to work through us to bring about change. Let's go to John 15 and 7. John 15 and 7, I'm reading from the New International Version, and it says, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. He didn't say only ask what you think I can do. He didn't say ask what you think um, is is right or think is, is reasonable. He says, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. And we're going to revisit this for you. Okay, so let's go real quick to Mark 11. 24 and I'm going to read for the NIV version it says therefore I tell you whatever you ask for in prayer believe that you have received it and it will be yours amen so we're going to revisit also will be yours later (laughs) we're going to revisit that so when we come to God we have to come with a mentality that when we're speaking to him, we're not speaking to him from a place of, Oh God, I hope you hear me or Oh God, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you have time to listen to me and, and, and really, um, consider what I'm asking you. And maybe if you find it fit that you would, you would do what I'm at. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. When we come to God, we must come to him with a boldness because this is what he's asking of us. This is not something that we are doing just out of our flesh. We're doing this from a position of knowing, number one, who we are in God, our position in the kingdom of God. This is kingdom works. See, when you pray, this is kingdom work. This is kingdom building. Amen. So when we pray and when we come before God, we are speaking to the king of kings. We're speaking to the Lord of lords. So we're coming as ambassadors in his kingdom, letting him know, hey, the, this is what's going on in the earth. This is what, this is what we're facing as, as a human race. This is what we're facing in our nation. This is, this is the hurt and the pain that's going on in the earth. This is the injustice that's taking place. This is the bodies that need to be healed, the minds and the souls that need you. We're lifting up these people to you, Lord, because this is what you asked us to do. This is, this is the assignment that you've placed us on the earth to do. How many know that when you were brought here and when you received Christ as your Lord and Savior, that that came with an assignment attached to it? Yes, we have our salvation. We gave our hearts and mind, and that is a miracle in itself. But we also carry a burden for the souls here on earth for them to be saved as well but also to for the healing of nations from the deliverance of us from of all of us from evil and from the plot plans and schemes of the enemy that we can and will walk in our authority but there's times we are absolutely going to have to lift these things up to God and ask that he intervene. That is how God gets involved, is when we pray, that puts God on the scene because he acts, he, he does what he needs to do in the earth through our requests. As you can see, when we pray, it's an exercise of our faith. Our faith to step out on God's word to get God involved in what we're bringing to him. That's how he gets involved. He sees and knows all things. He knows what's going on way before it even happens. But he's waiting on us to bring these things before him so that he can get intimately involved. Amen? It is our acting out on our requests that moves the hand of God. And we know that it gets God's attention because our faith is in our faith is in action when we pray and that pleases God. That pleases God. Let's go to Hebrews 11. Hold on, I'm saying my words I'm getting it all twisted up, y'all. I'm getting all excited. Bear with me. <laughs> but let's go to Hebrews 11 and 6 because I'm very passionate about this. The power of prayer has been put in me since I was a child. My mother was a praying woman, is a praying woman. 
and she taught me the power of prayer. And I have seen God do some amazing things through prayer. So growing up into teenager, into adulthood, all I know and have always been solid on, even when I was running from God, I knew that prayer was powerful. I knew that prayer changed things. So Hebrews 11 and 6 says, And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he what? Exists, and that he he is that he rewards those who diligently seek him. And in the King James Version, it says, uh, I'm sorry, it says earnestly seek him in the New International Version, which is what I was reading. And then the King James Version says diligently seek him. So when we come before him and we come before him in prayer and we're coming before him diligently in our prayer life, that's, that's when we have a prayer life. We have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. When we come to the Holy Spirit and we bring him any and everything, Okay, I know I do. I, hey, if if the neighbors is giving me problems, I'm like, Lord, you see what's going on. Lord, you see what's you see what this is. You see how this is affecting me. You see, Lord, you see this. Or if I mean anything, any and everything, I bring before Him. So when we diligently seek Him, that is our exercise of our faith. That is our faith muscles building. To say, okay, I know that God can intervene. So I'm going to bring it to him. It's almost like a child coming to their father saying, Daddy, I, I, I don't understand this. Can you help me with this? Daddy, can you, can you do something about this? That's how we have to come to him. We have to be almost childlike in our pursuit and in our relationship with God. Amen. And that also comes through prayer as well. So we're speaking of prayers and supplications. Now, we also have another level of prayer where we are warring in the spirit, where we're walking in our authority and we're taking authority over demonic forces and spirits and evil and dark dark uh, kingdoms that are in activity on the earth. Now, that's a whole nother level. But we're speaking right now of our prayer and supplications before God. So when we pray... It really involves a multidimensional level of faith. It really does. Because you are believing that, number one, God hears you. Now, how many know that there are many people out here that do not pray because they don't think that God hears them? They don't think that God will hear them because they have uh, guilt or shame about how they're living um, or they are... Um, they feel insignificant. They feel like they don't know God or are not as close to God as they want to be. So they feel like God won't hear them. So when you come to God in prayer, you're not coming um, thinking that he's not hearing you. So you have to believe that he, number one, hears you. Number two, that he can and will do what you're asking of him. That he can do it. Now, there's some people that will come and they'll they'll pray out of religion. But the truth is, some people pray and they really don't think that God going to do anything. They just do it out of religion. They do it out of a religious ritual 
so to speak, to say, well, I prayed and hey, if you don't do it, then hey, I did my part. You know, that kind of mindset. So when we pray, we have to come to him knowing that he can and he will move, that he will heal, that he will restore, that he will meet the need, that he will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. See, that all ties back to what? His word. See, when you get his word engrafted in you, when you get that word deep inside of you, that actually fuels your prayer also because you know that his word says it. If his word says that I'm going to make you the head and not the tail above and not beneath, then you have that boldness to come before him and say, wait a minute. No, I, I, <laughs> I have a right to pray. I have a right to come before God and ask this. Or when um, he when you come into him and you're asking him to heal someone's body or your own body, you're coming to him with the knowledge of by his stripes we were healed. So when we come to him, we know that he can and will do it. And the third um, thing that um, we're believing is God is answering your prayer specifically because you asked him. Because you asked him. So let's go back. You remember I told you we was going to go back to this area? We're going to go to James, the end of James, John and Mark. So John 5 and 16, at the end of that scripture, it says, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And then the um, New Living Translation says, Righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. So that has to do with what God will do for us. And let's go down to John 15 and 7. Let's go toward the end of that one. Um, Well, let's read the whole thing. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for who? You. You. Mark 11 and 24. And the NIV version says, Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it. That who have received it? You. And it will be whose? Yours. See, this is a personal thing. This is a personal thing. When you go to God, you're coming before him knowing that he's going to answer your prayer because you asked him to. That's that's what the knowledge of God being faithful, that he is is someone who's faithful to you, that you've seen him do this before, that you've asked him to meet your needs, and he did. Then you asked him to provide for you your job or provide for you a car or house, just the things that we need. We asked him and he did it, right? He did it for you. Or that you've prayed for somebody else, to have the things that they need, that you prayed for somebody else's healing, that you prayed for somebody else to um, get the money that they need to, to get things done in their life, meet their needs. And God moved, right? So you are taking this personal to say, 
Oh, I know what God can do. Oh, he didn't did it for me. He didn't he didn't met my needs. He didn't he didn't paid my bills. He then restored my mind. He has given me peace in the midst of a storm. He has healed my body because I'm no longer in pain. Oh, well then I know he can handle this. He's going to do this for me. Amen. So we have to continue. I'm, I'm talking about we have to stay steadfast in our prayer. And we have to be armed with that type of mindset that he is doing this because you have prayed. Don't don't underestimate the power of your prayer. Never underestimate the power of your prayer. Yes, yours. We're not talking about just the pastor, the bishop, the prophet, the evangelist, the teacher, the preacher, the the apostle. We're not speaking of the fivefold ministry. We're speaking about you and I, everyday people. We have the power within us, which is the Holy Spirit, who will do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask a thing. Let's go to um, Psalms 37 and 4 in the NIV version, version. And that says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of of your heart. He it is his delight to do what he what we are asking him to do. This is not something that that is laborious for him. He delights in it. He wants us to come before him. He wants to be able to come and save the day. And even when things are looking bad, like we were saying in the very beginning, when things look like they're getting worse, before they're getting better. God doesn't want us to look at what is going on and how things are are looking right now. Amen. He does not want us to, to do that. We walk by faith, right? And not by sight. So because our faith fuels our prayers, our faith has to stay strong, especially in this day and age when what all is going on around us. When what going, what's going on in our families, what's going on in our economy, our government, what's going on with the violence all across the world, we have to stay strong because the enemy wants our faith. He wants our faith to be diminished and he wants us to give up faith in God that he will move and act on our prayer. And he's a liar. He's always been a liar. But I want you to stay strong in this because in this day and age, there are so many people going through a variety of different things. If you think about it, some of the most unusual things are happening in our nation and in surrounding nations, things that we have not foreseen at all. And and it's very true. We are indeed and have been in the last days. And in the last days, God told us these things were going to happen. But he never told us to stop praying, did he? He wants us to pray. Because our prayers are not... Okay, so when we pray, we think, okay, I, I, I need to be able to pray and see this situation, this, this whole pandemic, the gun violence, the problems in our government, the problems in our economy... 
how prices of food and and gasoline is higher than ever. I went and got some gas. It was $4.75 a gallon. Almost fainted. I was like, oh my God. (sighs) But I still believe and trust God. I know that he's going to do exceeding abundantly above all that I ask or think. But the main part of that is ask. Amen. So he wants us to continue to come before him and ask because he wants to give us provision. He does not want us to lose faith whatsoever. He doesn't want us to doubt. He does not want us to become weary and well-doing because he promised. He promised y'all that we're going to reap if we faint not. He does not want us to give up. We, We can't. Because our prayers, though we see things getting um, or staying the same concerning gun violence and different things like that, our prayers are still needed to help sustain the lives of those who are still left here. We still got to pray for the hearts and the minds of the people who remain. Amen. It's almost like being in a war and in a battle where there are fallen soldiers But there's still some soldiers out there who are still alive and who still need us, who still need us to come and pull them out of the battle, to pull them into safety, into the safety of our prayers, the safety of God's presence, to let them know that God is with them, that he will never leave them or forsake them. We are in need of a constant flow of prayer, everybody. And we have to stay on the post. We have to stay on the wall. We have to stay on the wall. Um, One last scripture, and I'm going to call it a day. And that's going to be Galatians 6 and 9. And in the NIV version, it reads, Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. We can't give up, y'all. I don't care how it looks. I don't care how it feels. Of course, we have the heart of God in in the sense that we, we feel the pain of others. We feel the loss. We feel the pain and, and the impact that these things that are going on in the earth is having on each and every life. A lot of us, um, I think it was my pastor that says some people are coming up against compassion fatigue where they're, they're compassionate about what's going on, but because they've been praying so much and because things just keep happening one after the other, they become numb, become numb, become tired of praying for the same things over and over, tired of praying for families and tired of, of, of giving our time and, and trying to help and send send things to charities to help families. And, and we just seem like we're in a perpetual battle. But God does not want us to stop fighting in the area of prayer. He wants us to remain steadfast because he needs us. See, we are the ambassadors of Christ. We are here for a purpose. We were created for such a time as this so that we can do the works of God so that we can do the works of Jesus 
See, Jesus is interceding for us at the right hand of the Father right now. Every day of our lives, he is interceding for us. He is our mediator. He is constantly coming before the Father concerning us. And he wants us to do the same thing for each other here on earth. He wants us to stand in the gap. He wants us to be a mediator between us and heaven. And to say, this person is going through hurts and pains. This person lost a loved one. This person lost a job. This person is going through and they need provision. They need to hear from you. This person is suffering from depression. This person is is, is almost giving up. This person is is on the verge of, of having a breakdown. This person is is being ailed in their bodies and, and they're come and they're suffering pain and they need you. They need your healing touch. Lord, we know that it's a finished work. We know that by your stripes we're already healed. And we we are the ones to stand there and say, God, I know this is a finished work and I ask that you manifest it in this body. That's what we're here for. We're here to present the needs to the Father. Amen. So let us pray. Father God, Lord, we thank you for your word today. Lord, we are fully aware of our position in the earth as a concerning prayer, as it concerns with prayer, and how we are to see ourselves in the light of prayer. Lord God, I ask that you take us deeper into your word, that you take us deeper into the realms of the spirit, Lord, that we pray on a whole different level, God. Lord, show us, God, that even when we do not know what to pray, just like you said in your word, that we would pray in the spirit. And Lord, that the Holy Spirit will have, will make intercession for us, God. We thank you right now, God, that you are giving us a heart, a desire, and a renewed passion for prayer for others. For those all across this nation and the nations beyond, Lord God, I ask right now, God, that you would cover the earth with your glory, that that you would pour out your spirit, God, even the more on all flesh, God, so that we can all stand together, Lord. Lord, let there be a unity in the body of Christ in prayer. Lord, let there be such a unity, God that it shakes the very foundations of hell, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you right now, God, that you are empowering your vessels, that you are giving us an an even greater, an even greater authority in the spirit realm, God, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you right now, God, that you are doing a new thing in us, in us individually, God, and all of us collectively as a church. And I'm asking, God, that you would do this for your glory. Lord God, that you would touch us and heal us individually where we have been hurting within ourselves from what's going on in our nation. And Lord, empower us through this healing to be a source of healing for others. Let our compassion and our empathy overflow, God, in the name of Jesus, so that in our prayers, Lord, that they be filled with so much compassion and love, Lord God, that it compels us to keep praying, keep praying, keep fasting, keep believing and trusting in you, God. So I thank you right now, God, that each and every person listening today, Lord, if there is any need that they have, 
whether it be financial, whether it be healing in their body or, or a body of, of those that they know or, or those in their family. Lord God, we, we stand in agreement with them right now, God, but there is nothing and there is nothing impossible for you. So Lord, I ask that you have your way. Holy Spirit, have your way and release your power in an even greater way, God. In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for the lives represented here today, for the families represented here today. Lord God, I ask that you meet every need, that you speak to the minds and hearts of your people, that you would keep us encouraged as we encourage and empower others. In the mighty and precious name of Jesus, God, we thank you and we praise you. Lord, let your presence dwell and surround us, God. And Lord, let that presence be felt by any and everyone that comes in our presence. In the mighty and precious name of Jesus, amen. So I just want to thank each and every one of you for taking the time to listen to the podcast today. Again, I'm always available. You can always email me at livingwatersflowingministry at gmail.com. Or you can look me up on Facebook, Nina Menace. And you can send me a message and I'll be happy to respond. It may take me a little while sometimes because I'm so busy doing other things. Um, But I normally try to get back with you. And I just want to tell each and every one of you, I love you. Do not give up. Go even deeper and even stronger in the area of prayer because we need you. We are the body of Christ. And if we are not praying... If we are not doing what we need to do on the earth, it's going to have an effect on the lives that really need our prayers. So when people come to you or when you hear or see something that pulls at your heartstrings, make it a rule to write it down somewhere so that at night or whenever you can, you can lift that person or those people up before God. Amen. So until we speak again, may the living waters of God continue to flow in your life. Have a great week.